0: Imagine these guys are inhaling the poisonous gases 10 hours a day Yeah. and they have no masks, they have no gloves. They, if you see any hands of a Safai Mitra, you will know the number of cuts that they have because we throw broken glass into the waste. With that Adhar card, when they go to open a bank account, the bank sends an OTP. The OTP never comes to the Safai Mitra and hence he is not able to or she is not able to open a bank account
1: my god Mm -hmm.
0: they are living in a place which is far away from their original place of living they do not have registration in their voter lists so the political system is also losing out today on a large community of people and their voices a big challenge for many many of us in the in the industry is to actually educate people on the segregation and i think one of the ways which can work because you know Unfortunate, but carrot and stick are the only approach that work.
1: Welcome to Reverse Talk and uh, here I would like to say uh, to all my viewers is that uh, um, we have today Vivek Varma. He is an author, value enabler and uh, social impact enthusiast with 30 plus years of corporate experience An award winner for best ethics in business. He's also a successful investor, a startup mentor and a leadership coach. Uh, hello sir, welcome to Reverse Talk.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Ravya. And I'm glad that we are talking and happy to also talk to all your viewers and listeners and happy to share some of my learnings from my life and from my experiences.
1: Yes, sir. So today we are going to talk uh, on rack pickers. Rack pickers who are also called as Swachata Mitra, Safai Mitra in India. And uh, we'll talk about them.
0: Absolutely. They are one of the most critical pieces and, and I think the words that you used, uh, you know, and, and and in the work that I have been doing, both from a, a, a social impact perspective and also from uh, the perspective of uplifting people. I think the the journey starts from us dignifying the lives of these people yes. and it starts from what we call them in the first place, you know, so... <laughs> So many many people call them rag pickers, many people call them waste pickers, many people call them waste collectors and all of those terms. Yes. And I find the irony there, you know, that all of us in our capacities as privileged human beings mm-hmm. generate the waste. Correct. Each one of us in our homes and in our offices is generating the waste. But we associate the term waste With the people who actually come to clean the waste. Absolutely. And that's where the irony lies. And that's where we believe or I believe that the language has to change. So they are not the rat pickers. They are the Safai Mitra. They are people who are our friends and they are people who are creating the cleanliness. Correct. So they are cleanliness friends or Safai Mitra. So that's where the journey begins. And I think the biggest mind shift shift change, Hmm. mindset change is there. If people can make that mindset change, I think a lot of other things will start changing.
1: Absolutely. So, when we are talking about uh, these Safai Mitra, uh, they collect these recyclables from dump yard. And uh, by 2050, India will be generating around uh, 450 million tons of garbage annually. And these rakkhis who work without any job security, dignity, safety, um, any kind of help. No, there are health hazards also to them. And they also suffer uh, the abuse. Abuse on streets. Absolutely. Yes. So, in,
0: in these, these, these are yeah, absolutely gone.
1: Yeah. So, I was saying when we say uh, the word rack picker, when you clearly said that, you know, uh, uh, we need to change the term. This is the irony. We call them rack pickers. It is not very clear to people... Uh, that what what uh, to a normal person. That what kind of help they are doing. The picture is not very clear. Who rack pickers are, what they normally do. What is the impact importance of rack pickers in our infrastructure?
0: Absolutely, and I'll start this uh, answer by a, a very quick quiz that I do, and I I am I hope all your listeners and viewers can also kind of, in their own mind, they don't need to give you or me the answers. Right. You know, most of us in our homes have the newspaper person, you know, at least people from my generation who still believe in a physical newspaper, uh, have the newspaper vendors name and number stored in our mobile. Yeah. Most of the people who get milk delivered to their homes in the morning, Mm -hmm. have the milkman's name and number saved in their mobile. So my question to your listeners and viewers is, how many of you know the name of the Safai Mitra who comes to your house or your office to collect your waste? If some of you do actually know the name of the Safai Mitra, is it stored on your mobile? Do you know where the Safai Mitra lives? And do you know what the children, if they have children, what do their children do? The answer to these three questions is what will tell us how well do we understand this community? Or in my interactions so far for 95 to 98% of the people I have asked the question, the answer to all three is I have no idea i have a designated place where i put that black bag and then the black bag disappears i don't know whether that's a male female child transgender i don't know who comes but somebody comes and collects it i don't know and if i knew and if i saw i will still pay no attention to that individual because that's something it's not even in my radar right so that is the true state of the Safai Mitra community in our uh, in our community, in our larger scheme of things. Nobody knows. Meaning even today, there is no authentic number that mm-hmm. we can say that India has X million Safai Mitra community. Nobody has so far, neither the government nor the private players, nobody has bothered to do a study Meaning today you can find out how many Asha workers are in our country. You will know how many Anganwadi workers are in our country. You Mm -hmm. will know how many rickshaw pullers are in that country. But we don't know how many Safai Mitra are there in our country. So that's the state and I, I want to highlight that because that's where it all begins. That individually we don't know and collectively also we don't know. Mm. That who this community is, what do they do, where do they live, what do their children do, you know, what kind of uh, material that is available to them. You are talking about very high needs, you know, basic dignity starts from there that nobody recognizes them. If they are recognized, nobody wants to talk to them. Correct. So the first thing that is needed to really help them is to give them that dignity. If all your viewers and listeners today can just go back and learn from my three questions and make it a pledge for themselves that tomorrow morning they will find out who their Safai Mitra is. They will ask the name of the Safai Mitra. They will ask the Safai Mitra where does he or she live and they will ask how many children do they have and if they have children, what are they doing? If they just ask these three questions and have that conversation with the Safai Mitra, I can guarantee you the journey for them to reform their Safai Mitra has already begun. And we don't need to do anything more because they will then recognize it themselves and mm-hmm. they will start uh, appreciating the work they do better. They will learn so much more that they will do things very differently in their homes.
1: Yeah. Absolutely well put, sir. Because even I do not know what the name of uh, my Safai Mitra is. And tomorrow morning, definitely I'm going to um, ask him. Because all I know is that, uh, you know, there is this time around 10.30 that Mama rings the doorbell. And uh, I do not know his name. But I only know that Mama Mama is going to come and pick the bag. Collect the bag. So, yes, collect so
0: tomorrow... Tomorrow, make sure you you transform him from mama <laughs> to whatever his name is. And yeah. then then save it with you so that. And, and believe me, uh, Ravya, that for him, yeah. that is the transformation that is going to happen. Mm. That I have rung this bell so many times. Good. And every time, all I got in response was a bag.
2: Yeah.
0: And today, instead of getting a bag, I had the person speak to me that right. person actually acknowledged my presence and spoke to me yeah. you cannot imagine the difference that that will make to mr mama
1: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> this is this is i mean this is an eye-opener for me as well because uh, uh as far as i remember i have as i told you i have toddlers right and they are like mm-hmm. one is five and the other one is Seven around. So yes, what happens is uh when he comes to collect the garbage, right? And I am somewhere in the bathroom or somewhere. So the children are like, Mama kachra wala hai. Or uh y- you know when you're saying that these are our Safai Mitra and we call them Katra kachra to That's humne the irony. Kachra, hum kachra wala yes.
0: That's the irony. And I'm saying that if you were to start having this conversation with your toddlers, then is when the transformation has really begun. You know, sometimes we have these notions that, you know, if I have to transform the, you know, so-called rat picker community, then I need crores of rupees. I need this. And my only answer is that while yes, money is needed, while all of that is needed. But I think more fundamental is this mental shift to happen that
2: so
0: they are the ones who are doing a favor to us
2: yeah
0: we have this privileged notion that we do a favor to them
2: correct
0: and and the only other follow-on question I have for people who I talk to and it's also true for your listeners and uh, viewers that imagine you think that you are the giver hmm. and they are the beneficiary right. because that's typically the terminology people use that Whoa, rag picker to beneficiary hai, I benefit. Meaning, I make the benefit happen for him.
1: Hmm. And
0: my only question is that if three days your Safai Mitra does not come to collect that bag from your house, yeah. you will know who is the beneficiary. Whether that Safai Mitra is the beneficiary or you are the beneficiary, because you will be running helter skelter with the smell, with the sting, with all of uh, other problems. So this world that we live in is that you know we are the givers and they are the beneficiaries. You know I think that's we have to break that norm. You know? Yeah. We are the beneficiaries. They are the givers.
1: Absolutely. Because when you're when you're talking about this, if we don't keep you know, if he doesn't come for three days, imagine what we are going to do. I mean, what we'll do maximum so maximum is we are going to keep our black bags outside our flats, right? So that the the smell doesn't stink.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: So when That's when
0: we'll truly realize the value.
1: Absolutely, sir. So, but the current scenario of rack pickers in India—where do they stand um, in our economic and social strata? As we all know, that their services are free.
0: So, so they don't exist. Hmm. You know, the simple answer is that for most of us, like I just demonstrated, they don't exist. And even for uh, you know the larger society. Right. they don't exist they typically live so if you ever go and visit the community where they live mm. they live as a community so all of the safai mitra will be living together mm. typically like for example i live in hyderabad in in hyderabad the communities in saifabad in gudi malkapur in jia these are typically areas where the safai mitra community lives mm. there'll be four thousand five thousand people living together mm. in In uh, temporary shanties, right? Because they are migrant in nature. Majority of them, they are migrant in nature. They are not local. They come from smaller towns, smaller uh, uh, places where their economic earnings is very very low. Correct. So they come to earn a livelihood into the city. The way this whole trade works is that they are they work under a contractor who actually brings them from the village to the main cities mm. and in the main cities they become like their employer it's not an employer employee relationship it's more a freelance relationship mm. but they get attached to the contractor Correct. the contractor determines the rate that they will get for the material they collect mm. which may be significantly lower than what the market rates are and typically the contractor finds a personal obligation story that he creates with each of these suppliers Okay. Either by extending some kind of a loan or doing a favor in their village or you know helping them their, in their village either with a marriage or somebody's health mm. or some building construction or something like that. Right. And as a result, the Safai Mitra becomes obligated to the contractor mm. and, and and that's putting it nicely, but quite okay. often it also translates to becoming a slave.
1: Correct. As a Lala- so I
0: work for long hours. I'll work for long hours. I collect the material and I get a rate that you, as a contractor, determine. It has nothing to do with the market. Correct. So that's how the whole exploitation uh, happens, right. and then these uh, aggregators or middlemen right. are the ones who and make exactly. the money.
1: Yeah, correct. A lot of garbage clearing is uh, done in an like informal way by these uh, Safai karmchari Safai Mitra, who work uh, without any job security, salary, no dignity. Uh, not just that, they are regularly exposed to cuts, infections, respiratory diseases, um, tuberculosis and, uh, you know, humiliation, harassment, sexual abuse is most common for these uh, women who are uh, into rack picking on streets. Uh, has this informal sector in any way saved our country?
0: Well, I think the informal sector and and largely the the, uh, Safai Mitra community is informal in India.
2: Yeah.
0: And in my view, they are the one who are actually running to a large extent, helping and run our country. Mm. Because these thousands of metric ton of waste that is generated every single day, week, month, year in the country. Imagine if that's not getting cleared. Yeah. Meaning our our systems will start collapsing. So these are invisible people who are doing that. And in addition to all of what you talked about, that they don't have dignity, they don't they get exploited. Seventy yeah. percent of the workforce in the safai mitra community are women. Correct. But hundred percent of leadership in the safai mitra community are men. Men. ...who quite often do not understand the problems that are happening in the community.
2: Mm. Mm. For
0: example, in my own personal experience, when you go to a community and you start talking to these so-called community leaders... Mm. ...who are running these 5,000 people community mm. and you ask them that, you know, is are there issues they're facing about women, reproductive health, menstrual hygiene... Okay. these terms are strange terms for these men and they tell you no 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 we have no such problem in our area
2: right. and
0: i'm saying you know for for any human being to say 70% of 5000 people living here are women mm. and you are saying that none of them have uh, reproductive uh, health issues have mm. menstrual health issues have any of these issues meaning you have to be living in fool's paradise
2: Correct.
0: You know this. This cannot be the reality. But that's the unfortunate part. That you know, uh, and and a lot of these men who lead these uh, uh, communities are people who have political aspirations. Okay. So so their their uh, linkage is more to the political bosses than to the community. They have a good network. So, mm. yeah, you no. Know, so they are trying to satisfy the the needs of the so-called leaders, rather than satisfying the needs of the community.
2: Okay.
0: So, so there is a need for this whole movement to become such that, you know, they get formalized. Majority okay. of them, because they are migrant, they do not have an identity proof. Mm. So They don't have an Aadhaar card. Mm. If they have an Aadhaar card, the Aadhaar card is linked to a mobile that they used as a prepaid card. Mm. Some five years ago. Okay. They threw away the prepaid card because whatever economic reason. Mm. Now the linkage to the Aadhaar card is gone because the Aadhaar is linked to that number. Correct. As a result, every scheme that they are supposed to be part of because of the government system, they are not part of because every time they use the Aadhaar, the OTP goes to that number. That number is no longer with them. Correct. So they are not benefiting from any of these schemes. Correct including opening a bank account with their Aadhaar card when they go to open a bank account the bank sends an otp the otp never comes to the safai mitra and hence he is not able to or she is not able to open a bank account. my god so, so that is the plight or level at which work needs to happen now correct. government has announced a lot of schemes mm-hmm. but for you to benefit out of the scheme the basic need is to have a Aadhaar card and a bank correct. account correct both of these need an identity proof. Both of these need a mobile linkage to that identity proof. Hmm. So, a lot of work needs to happen there. Rather than, again, looking at some crores of rupees worth of, uh, you know, this or that. I think these simple things need to be fixed. Hmm. And, and if we can, can go work with the...
1: How can these issues be fixed, sir? I mean, when you're talking about... The only
0: way is to, the only way is to engage with the community. Hmm. So, so, for example, if you pick one community and go and start talking to that community, it takes you a few months to win the trust. Okay. Because unfortunately, they have been exploited so much that when anyone goes to talk to them, the first reaction is that you have come to exploit us again.
2: Okay.
0: You have come to distribute some product. Mm. And, you know, and that product is what you want to distribute. That product is not what I need. And there's a world of difference between the two. So in one of my experiences, for example, uh, a community came back to me and said, if you've come to distribute fancy soaps, Mm. then don't do that. And I got talking saying, why are you saying that? Mm. And they said that's because none of you have bothered to come and see the condition in which we live. Mm. We have to bring water from one kilometer away even in today's time. Right. So, a family of four, we use one bucket of water to have a bath. Now, you give me a fancy soap. Please tell me, is that soap of any use to me? What is the problem you are solving for me? And you give me four of these fancy soaps. Yeah. I don't need these fancy soaps. I need something else. So give me what I need, rather than give me what you have that you want to distribute. And unfortunately, the world today distributes what they have,
2: what they have. rather
0: than distributing what they need. So that difference will come when you start working with the community. Then you know what they need.
2: Correct. For and example, recently I in,
0: was part of a. Yeah.
2: And recently
0: the, I was part of a campaign where we worked with one community and. We went and uh, created a a platform where 120 children of Safai Mitra came Mm. and they, we asked them to spend one and a half hour on Children's Day this year and said that you use this to paint the future that you see for yourself.
1: Okay.
0: And, And in return, we made sure that each one of them got a pair of footwear. Okay. Because we saw that all of these children were barefoot.
2: Mm.
0: Now, that is where the difference lies. And then when the community came back and said, you did the study and came back and solved the problem. A lot of people come and give us school bags, but they don't recognize that many of our children don't even don't go, go to, to school. school
2: mm. So
0: why are you giving me a school bag? They come and give me notebooks. My good. children don't go to school. So that notebook then eventually is pages are torn and they are made into you know things to pack food. Correct. So a good quality notebook lands up there because we haven't done the work we should have done to understand what do they need. Absolutely. So I think that's that's where the plight of these people is that all we all they are looking for is people interacting with them in the true sense of interacting, mm-hmm. not for my page three photo. Correct. Today, a lot of people. It, the important thing is, I go distribute those fancy soaps, take five pictures, and yeah. the next day, new newspaper carries that picture saying X Y Z went and distributed two thousand soaps. The community doesn't know what to do with the soap, you know. So it served no purpose besides the photograph that appeared in uh, the newspaper. That's
1: true. Yeah so if uh, the rack pickers or swachhata mitra safai mitra were not there in our societies um, in the waste ecosystem would it be the same
0: no way no way we will we will uh, be swamped under meaning like i said 3 days if a safai mitra doesn't come to any one of our homes mm-hmm. i can guarantee you our homes will become stinking pots which mm-hmm. we won't want to live in so Correct. so they are an extremely integral part of our ecosystem and what I talked about is it at a home level. Mm. imagine this at a corporate level. Imagine this at an industry level mm. and then imagine this at a village city or a state level, meaning tons and tons of waste is going to get mm. accumulated and and we won't know what to do with it.
2: Correct. you know
0: uh, so so they are an extremely integral but yeah. invisible, and and uh, kind of a neglected part of our society, and we need to bring them into focus.
1: Correct. But so why why uh, rag picking is a free but uh, critical service?
0: So actually, in, in it, to be fair, it's not free. You know, so we may not be paying uh, as as households, Correct. but they do get paid for the material they collect. Okay. And in some cases, some of the and 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 uh, you know, like like anywhere else in life, uh, every finger of your hand is not the same. So sure. some states, some cities actually have created a model where the city actually pays them. Okay, because they do recognize that this is an important part and integral part. So some places, the uh, urban local bodies, which could be a municipal corporation or a panchayat or whichever, depending on the size of the city. So, Mm -hmm. some places they do pay, at other places they pay the contractor who sometimes pays the Safai Mitra, sometimes does not pay. And at some places it is left to the fact that whatever you collect,
2: Mm -hmm. we will
0: pay you for the collection you do. So, your earning will not come through a salary but will come through the, you know, so if a Safai Mitra collects 100 kgs a day, 25 days a month, so 2.5 tons of -hmm. material and you know while it's not so simple different categories have different rates but let's assume that you know it's 10 rupees a kg that translates to twenty five thousand rupees that the safai mitra can uh, get in a month okay so,
2: okay. so
0: it, there are different models so it's not free
2: yeah. but
0: having said that i think it is more the dignity than the money
1: correct okay
0: so, so comp- you know
1: but the government also treats them no differently as uh, there is no health benefits. If there are, uh, these people are not aware. Safety gear and social security for these rag pickers because they provide services that benefit the environment. Because if you see, sir, in uh, somewhere sometime back I had read in Bogota, in Bogota, Colombia, every rag picker is paid $2 per day. By the municipality mm-hmm. and in brazil they have made sure that uh, only rack pickers can pick the waste okay. why can't this happen in india
0: i i think the the first step to taking any of those uh, things will be the fact that people have to recognize that this is an industry okay People have to, the government especially has to recognize that, you know, these are the different layers of people in that industry. It's not just that contractor that an urban local body deals with.
2: Yeah.
0: It is right down to that person who goes house to house or who's on the street picking the waste.
2: Right.
0: So we have to recognize that. Meaning, like I said, we have to understand how many of them exist in the country. Mm. Because today we don't even know that. So are we solving a problem of 2 million people or are we solving a problem of 20 million people? Mm. Meaning it starts from there. You know, there is no scientific number that anyone can say that we know the number of Safai Mitra in the country is equal to X or Y. So I think, you know, all of what you're talking about can happen, but the first step is to get to recognize and acknowledge the fact that they exist. And mm. the second step is to engage with them to understand what their real needs are.
2: Correct. And the
0: safety kits that you talked about is such an important thing. They don't have footwear. Yeah. And they are doing all this. You know, imagine a COVID happened and mm. each of us was wearing two masks or three masks and okay. staying at home. Correct. And staying at home. Imagine yes. these guys are inhaling the poisonous gases 10 hours a day. Yeah, and they have no mask. They have no gloves. They, if you see any hands of a safai mitra, you'll know the number of cuts that they have because we throw broken glass into the waste. We yeah, right. throw you know metal into the waste, and these poor people are going and touching that. You know their hands are getting cut, their right. fingers are getting cut. They're having so many injuries, the gases and all the inhalation that they do. I mean, their health hazards are plenty and more.
1: Right the least you can do is like i mean people uh, like basic common sense like wrap the glass in a paper and then you know just inform them before throwing it that it, it has glass in it but no people will not do that it's like we deal with yeah. garbage but we want to live in a clean space
0: yeah i mean you you're talking about something which is so dignified that wrap a glass in the paper people throw in there is supposed to be a solid waste and a wet waste mm-hmm. and and people throw diapers, sanitary pads, all of that into dry waste. Correct. Right. And, and one is kind of wondering that what are you thinking, you know, that uh, your sanitary pad or a diaper is going to get recycled, reused. What is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Meaning why is that common sense not, not there, I think is a million dollar question
1: absolutely and these are all well educated ones which brings me <laughs> brings me to another question that when we dispose this waste you know in in at our places at our homes it is done in a way where we are not concerned about it, that who is going to pick or who is going to handle the waste later. For example, when you're talking about this dry waste or when you're talking about this um, soil diapers or sanitary napkins, it's it needs to be treated in a proper way according to biomedical waste, right? Um, the waste with blood or body fuel, fluid, this must be treated separately. But usually, people don't bother. Usually, people throw them into a common bin. How do we sensitize people
0: here? So, I think the, the big challenge for many, many of us in the, in the industry is to actually educate people on the segregation. And I think one of the ways which can work, because, you know, unfortunate, but carrot and stick are the only <laughs> approach that work. Right. Yes. So so I think you know there is a lot of uh, movement that is happening around making them more aware mm. and the way to do it is to put an economic benefit to the waste for example newspapers in india are never thrown in waste mm. because it's a well established model ki newspaper raddi wale ko bechenge and i will get you know even if it's a very wealthy uh, household they will still get that 500 rupees worth of newspaper radhi. Now, that money may go to the maidservant or the money may go to the driver or money may go to somebody else, but paper will never be thrown in the dustbin.
2: Correct.
0: Now, that education and that awareness we need to bring for the other categories of waste. Mm. Let's say a plastic PET bottle. Now, if there is an economic value that the household sees that they get out of that, Mm-hmm. Then the segregation will become a lot better. Even if household doesn't see it, the society sees it. Many societies have now implemented this segregation at a society level. Correct. So they employ a few people who will do this segregation because then the society gets an economic value out of that waste, and it becomes a self-sustaining model.
2: Right. So I
0: think the answer lies in better awareness and creating economic models. So mm. that they become self sustaining. It cannot be by way of charity because yeah. that's not a sustainable model.
1: Mm. So um, uh, let's talk about child rack pickers. Like we spoke about the woman rack pickers also, the Safai Karamshari, uh, you know, the, the men in this industry. But uh, what about the child uh, rack pickers in India? A child rack picker is deprived of its human rights you know even as a child he or she is prone to unhealthy risk why, what are the some what are some of these reasons why child you know rack pickers exist in india or in this community and what's the impact um on their health
0: because so i think yeah, yeah i mean so the
1: consequences first, of this work on children must be striking
0: so, first of all, there are no uh, men-only uh, Safai Mitra in our country. Safai Mitra is a family profession. Okay. Anyone who's engaged in collecting waste, it's usually the family who's involved in collecting the waste, which means the man, the woman, the children, the parents of the grown-up men and women. an right. entire family is engaged in that because they are Trying to find a method to dignify their lives mm. or fulfill that loan or economic obligation that they have. So yep. in 90% plus of cases, the children are actively engaged in the waste collection activity, which mm. is such a sad story.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if they are going to school for a couple of hours, they are engaged for the balance time in the waste collection, waste segregation, or in the profession helping their parents so they are definitely part of the industry now that needs to change because the future generation is getting deprived of what they can do even if they were to continue in that profession
2: Mm.
0: what is needed is people who understand that industry well so if these children get educated Mm. and they go out and learn what's happening around in the world, they will be able to come back and solve the problems of the industry a lot better than you and me can do, because we don't have the same level of appreciation. Mm. But for doing that, they need to be getting out of the clutches of the industry and get access to better awareness, get access to better education, and get access to better life. Correct. So it is a very, very sad situation. Uh, That children are involved in this profession, in this activity from what I have seen uh, in multiple cities. Some cities, like I said, everything we say, you know, is there are exceptions. Some cities have created models where they do not allow children to be working in this space. Hmm. But that can happen only in a very controlled environment where they have full supervision.
2: Correct.
0: But when it comes to going to people's homes or on the streets, you know, then there's very little supervision. So they are involved. It's a sad reality.
1: Correct. Um, As they say, rack picking is a profession which comes with um, utterly inhuman challenges.
0: Absolutely. Inhuman challenges solving our lives to make them so much better.
1: Yeah. True. So today's session is an eye-opener for us and uh, because we never thought or we never asked ourselves these questions which you are asking. So, Vivek sir, no one is uh, better to answer this question when we are talking about uh, rack pickers, uh, correct? What do you have to say? What are the roadblocks uh, for their upliftment? When I say that, I mean that can there be a win-win situation where, uh, you know, a better earnings for asafai Mitra is insured and waste is composted in such a manner that it will be a gift to our environment.
0: Absolutely. And I think that is what is going to be needed. If we want to leave the world a better place for our children and our grandchildren, yeah. I think that is going to be a necessity uh, rather than a luxury. Right. Now, What needs to happen are I think a few things. You know, At an individual level, I think it is us recognizing the Safai Mitra. Mm. That they exist and they exist for a reason. And that reason is our lives are becoming better. So they are doing us a favor. So I think that's the first and the most basic fundamental shift that needs to happen. Mm. That will, in my view, automatically lead us to doing better quality segregation of waste. Because Mm. once we recognize that our uh, deliberate action is leading to a harm to somebody else, and I'm hoping that I will become a little more conscious and start saying, okay, this soil diaper cannot go in dry waste And it must go in wet waste or ideally in a biomedical waste Mm -hmm. because this needs to be handled like a biomedical waste. So that source segregation is the second thing that each one of us can make a difference because if we do that, then the economic value for the waste goes up and that's where the Safai Mitra stands to gain. Mm. Because once a PET bottle is thrown in the same dustbin where I've thrown the old vegetables and the soiled, uh, uh, you know, sanitary pads and diapers, that Mm -hmm. plastic PET bottle can never be used ever again. Right. So it has become a waste and the only destination for it is a landfill. Mm. But if I have segregated that better, then the Safai Mitra will get a 20 rupees a kg for that PET bottle. And their livelihoods will become. So, uh, recognizing and acknowledging the Safai Mitra, doing Mm. a better quality segregation at source are two things that we can do as individuals. Correct.
2: Correct.
0: And as a civil society, I think it is about saying that how do we uh, stop exploiting them? How do we make sure that they get the dignity they need? You know, whether it is about banks making it easier for them to open bank accounts. Mm. Or municipal corporations making it easier for them to get an address proof, Mm. which can lead to an identity proof, which can lead to a bank account, which can lead to a formalization of their economic Mm. uh, value. Mm. And the last piece is for corporates, who are the donors, so to say, where the CSR money is going, Mm. should also start looking at impact matrix. Mm to say that where is the money going, and what impact is that driving. Okay. And if they start asking these questions, that how many Safai Mitra have benefited, mm. and how have they benefited, mm. and what matrix are we driving, what ones around health, which ones around education, which ones around livelihood are we driving, then the whole economic value for the money spent there has gone up drastically. And then the money getting misused to distribute these notebooks to children who never go to a school or distributing these fancy soaps to a community which does have a problem with water, all of that will start changing. So, so I think, and last but not the least, for the government, it is important to recognize that this is a very large community. Yes. You know, so so for societal reasons, they need to recognize And in today's world, for political reasons, they need to understand that this is a large community. Hmm. Because this is a community which today also quite often does not have the right to vote because they are migratory. Mm -hmm. They are living in a place which is far away from their original place of living. Mm -hmm. They do not have registration in their voter lists. So the political system is also losing out today on a large community of people and their voices. Correct. So, I think each each uh, strata of the society, starting from us as an individual all the way to the government, each has a role to play. Absolutely. And I think we all need to play this as an orchestra. because yes. This is a symphony. Yes. If it's not played as a symphony, you know, it is going to be a lot of noise. But if it's <laughs> sure. played as a symphony, it is going to be a beautiful orchestra, which all of us will enjoy.
1: Yes so yes, that's well said because um, as as you are saying here, you know uh, ensuring minimum pay and enabling um, authorized uh, access to waste are essential next steps and and imagine and imagine let's consider you know as you said a different a completely different situation here where we are doing segregation in a very proper way at our homes as you know at its source then it will be a huge jump as you said in the volume of dry waste and for recycling and these rack pickers they will have a chance to become you know a uniform community
0: and they will learn more
1: yeah they learn more
0: they'll get an economic upliftment and that will change their lives
1: correct correct plus
0: they are plus they are not uh, you know waste they're spending their time segregating these diapers and uh, you know sanitary pads Yeah, they are really spending time in these, you know, economic value waste, which can go to recyclers. And the amount of material that will be available to recyclers is also going to go up drastically.
1: Absolutely. It will be a huge jump. Today,
0: all that has gone into a landfill. Now, suddenly, if, you know, we can divert, you know, a few thousand metric tons of waste from a landfill to a recycler, it's created so much economic value for the whole uh, society at large.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So, do you know any of uh, organizations, there are many, I'm sure, that are doing um, a great job with uh, uh, our Safai Mitra uh, and also trying to create awareness towards waste segregation at source?
0: There are many, many, many organizations are doing that, you know, Recycle, Recycle Foundation are doing some outstanding work in trying to create economic models which will benefit this community. You know, there are organizations which doing this work in the e-waste com- community, right. like the Karo Sambhav. There are people who are doing this in the corporate world, like Sahas Zero Waste. Right. You know, there are, so there are very many organizations, you know, Resustainability is a large player in this space. So, a lot of people are doing work. But I think what is needed for a country of our size mm. is each of these multiplied by 25 Time. If not, many, many more. Because the problem is so large mm. that I think we need to find the solutions also at the same scale as the size of the problem. Yes. And and I think that we have quite a distance to cover. Because, yeah. you know, what, what every organization is doing is still very small compared to what the size of the problem.
1: Mm-hmm. so we have uh, come to end of our session as and as we are moving towards end of our discussion I have two more questions uh, to ask you uh, one is what are the common habits that a common man can reverse to uplift these people
0: so I think one like I said earlier is I, I would say two things that a common human being can do mm-hmm. one is to recognize the Safai Mitra and I know I am sounding like a A broken record, but that is the the crux of the problem as an individual. That I know my Safai Mitra. I know the condition that they live in. I know the condition they operate in. And I know where is their future generation headed.
2: Right.
0: I can then make a difference because in each of these things, as an individual, each of us can make a difference. But for me to make a difference, I need to understand them better. So, the first step is to know your Safaimitra. And the second thing that we can do is the source segregation. Correct. That how do we, because we are the waste generators.
2: Hmm. So, the
0: problem begins with us.
1: Yes.
0: Once we mix the waste, Hmm. then the entire chain thereafter can do nothing about it. Correct. Correct. So, So, the source segregation is the second thing. So, I think as individuals, it is our responsibility. It is our duty to do both these things. It's not a favor that we are doing by doing either of the two. We need to do both because yeah. without these both, our generations coming after us are doomed.
1: Absolutely. sir. So what is that one thing that you reversed in your lifestyle or um, throughout the process to be a better, better citizen?
0: So, I think, uh, again, two things that I have done there. One, I think as a home, we have adopted to uh, better segregation. So, we segregate all our waste into five different categories. So, okay. it's no longer restricted to solid and wet.
2: Yeah.
0: Even the solid waste is segregated into five different categories. Okay. Plastic is separate, paper is separate, metal is separate, e-waste is separate. So, all of these things and, and cloth and you know, fabric is separate. So all these are done so that when the waste goes to a Safai Mitra, they don't have to waste their time. Plus they can get better economic value. So I think one is an adoption that we have done for the last few years of segregating the waste at source. And the second thing I think that uh, uh, we have done, which is kind of uh, made a difference is to understand this community. Going back to the same two questions that, you know, what do they need? And, and then try in our individual capacity of what we can do to help them. Right. Now, whether that help is to give 120 people a pair of footwear, whether that help is giving them an opportunity to paint their future. Mm. And I think something as trivial as that made such a big difference to those 120 children. And I was shocked and amazed that A nine-year-old, so-called child of a rag picker, who we in our privileged mindset think, do not understand the world, Mm. drew a home which had a swimming pool, a solar panel and a wind wind power on the top of the house. Okay. And here I am saying, you know, how many of the privileged children at the age of eight or nine can think of all of this? No. but but that child does not have access to mm. make any of that happen thereafter so it's not the imagination that's the problem mm. they have the imagination they have the knowledge the problem is access that they do not have So yes. what can we as individuals do so I so we as a family uh, work towards providing that access where is that possibility for us to provide that access and this this does not need to be, something that you need to spend lakhs and crores of rupees. This mm. is something which you need to spend small amounts, but very targeted, very focused what they need. Okay. When winter is coming, if you give them a warm cloth,
2: yeah. that
0: is what they need rather than some fancy T-shirt. Correct. You know, if they are walking bare feet, a pair of slippers is what they need rather than some fancy soaps. And a pair of slipper may not cost you more than a few hundred rupees. So, it's not yeah. some big thing that you need to do. But understanding that, I think. is So, those are what I would say are are things that we have uh, made a difference in our lives to see how their lives can become better.
1: Yes, sir. Um, it is the harsh reality that, uh, you know, uh, these rack pickers or Safai Mitra, um, ha- you know, we we are not giving them any kind of respect or dignity here but we the reverse team would like to take a moment and salute these champions of our environment who are silently giving their services to us irrespective of all that is uh meted out to them so and and we yes yeah yeah and thank mm-hmm. you thank you so much sir thank you for your time thank you for um talking on this crucial subject that that needs to be addressed thank you so much
0: thank you thank you very much for actually f- taking that effort because i think the world needs a lot more of such conversations because the awareness is where it all starts and if you and me make this a conversation in every household i think Uh, Even if we can do it in 10% of the households in India, I think there will be a big difference that can happen. So, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for focusing on this topic of uh, benefiting the Safai Mitra. And thank you to all of your listeners. And do remember those three questions. Do go and ask your Safai Mitra tomorrow morning. Who they are, what's I their name? I am going to do that live.
1: first thing in the morning. And and please, the audience, remember, remember, remember that the Safai Mitra exist. They do exist. So thank and, you, and,
0: and you. And you exist because they exist. Yes. So thank, thank them for it. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Yourself. Thank you very much, Ravi. Thank okay. you. Bye bye. Okay.